Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 386 on Monday the 4th of April 2016. I am your host Stephen Layton as always and I'm not in the studio as you can see. Um, this beautiful backdrop that you see here is uh, Shanghai. I've been here in China for the last eight days um, coaching in the World Roasting Championships and uh, yeah, we did super well, fourth, very happy with that. Uh, we had lots of uh, fun times and uh, the show was absolutely huge. Like the biggest thing you've ever seen. Um, so many halls full of weird and wonderful stuff. Um, but we're not here to talk about that in my mug. Um, so we're gonna do this week's coffee. Um, this week's coffee is an old favorite returning. It's uh, an old favorite from Bolivia. It is called Tadasio Mamani. It used to be called Canton Uanese uh, because that's the area where uh, Tadasio lives. Um, but Tadasio's been doing an awful lot of work to raise his crop, um, increase his yield, um, and also add quality. Uh, done lots of replanting. The area is quite well known for coca growing. Coca is the raw leaf that gets turned into um, cocaine in clubs, but in Bolivia it's completely legal to grow as they make tea and uh, chew it and um, it's very culturally acceptable it's something that they've done for a long time but all around there is coca one thing coca does it rips all of the goodness out of the soil so a lot of the coffee plants plantations that used to be there have disappeared and had coca put on them and now they're completely unusable for coca but Tadasio is he's so driven that it's gonna be like his farm and he's going to make sure that he wants to grow great coffee um, that he's really kind of putting that effort in there um, you may remember me talking about Stasio in previous in my mugs where um, the first time I visited him he'd got a Chelsea shirt on uh, and I was quite put out by the fact that he had a Chelsea shirt on uh, being a Sunderland fan um, so we sent him a Sunderland shirt and he now wears his Sunderland shirt while he's picking so I've converted one man from a team that won the Premier League last year to a team that's probably going to get relegated out of it this, this time. So, uh, sorry to Dacio, yeah, my bad, my bad. Um, the farm sits between 1250 and 1650 metres above sea level. Um, it's Katura. He is washed, but it's not your standard washed. Um, it goes through one of the, 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 the pulping machines that removes a lot of the mucilage as well. Um, so it's not a traditional washed way, you kind of underwater fermentation. Um, but I think that makes the cup even more and more interesting. I think Tadasio's cup is one of the coffees that is most unlike um, Bolivian coffees. Uh, and we're going to have a flask of it ready to drink on the rock in a moment. But um, yeah, it's very unusual. It's not what you would expect from a Bolivian. Uh, and I think that's a lot to do with his processing. The last three years he's been processing all the cherry on the farm. Um, this year when I visited, it was a little bit sad. Um, it wasn't as happy as I might have liked it to be. Um, Tadasio has been having lots of problems with leaf rust. Uh, leaf rust is a fungus that atta attaches itself to the leaves of the plant and makes the leaves fall off. And when the leaves fall off, it can't do its photosynthesis, so it can't produce its fruit, and it seriously affects the production of the tree. And Tadasio has had this problem. Now, in Bolivia, there's no such thing as an agronomist. They don't have agronomists that come and say, oh, you need to do this or you need to do that. They don't have access to anything to keep it under control. So it's just getting worse and worse and worse. Um, Tadasio doesn't recognize it as leaf rust, even though the exporter is saying to them, this is a problem that you can fix. He just thinks it's something that's happening to him um, and he doesn't know how to fix it. Um, the exporter is working very closely with him to make sure that he starts to get the help. And the programme that we set up a couple of years ago where we sent in uh, an agronomist to teach some of the local people, 
um, is actually reaping benefits now because the, the people that went to those classes are holding other classes for people who weren't there. And Tadasio has agreed that this year he's going to go along to one and see whether he can understand this leave for us problem. But what's been the knock-on from that is that Tadasio didn't have as much coffee this year as he was expecting. So although we've called this Tadasio Mamani still, it's actually got a little bit of his son's farm in it as well, uh, which is a neighbouring farm. Um, and we didn't see the need to really change the name because you guys know what it is and we're just telling you here that why what, what's happened. Um, and his son is going to be helping him with or trying to fix all of this leafless problem. This is a problem across the world. It's not unique to Bolivia anyway. Uh, El Salvador is having huge problems with it at the moment. Colombia in the past has had huge problems with it. Um, you've seen it happen in Guatemala. It's just kind of, it, it, it's, it's a problem across the whole of the coffee community. Um, okay, well, time for this week's map bit. It's the map bit. there I'm sat on a rock in Shanghai have you just seen me why am I at the roastery well time travel anyway we're going across the Atlantic Ocean and we're going to South America uh, and in particular we're going to be focusing on Bolivia so let's get down to the wonderful country of Bolivia landlocked of course uh, landlocked by Chile um, they used to own that land, but then Chile took it from them, and now they're trying to get it back. But anyway, it's the world has the world's largest deposit of lithium. Um, something interesting and unusual. Um, but anyway, let's get down to uh, Canton Uanese and the uh, Tadasio Mamani farm. So we're going down. Um, we can see there just in the background. You've got Caranavi. You can see those like the the conurbation. And you've got that beautiful valley that goes all the way down to Caranavi. I mean, all around this town, there are amazing farms. But this is an equally amazing one. And, um, yeah, Tadasio is doing a fantastic job. So let's just have a little swing around there and get a real feel of that, the valley that uh, Caranavi sits in and why there's so much great coffee. So Caranavi's elevation, so the city is nine, 976 metres, um, population of 21,000 people. Well, nearly 22,000. And um, you can see the river that's running through it. Uh, the mill is just uh, just on there. Uh, the lowest point is 90 metres and the highest point is 6,542 metres above sea level. Um, that's thin air. Um, it's very, very difficult to breathe at that kind of altitude. And that was this week's map bit. So, um, I hope that was a good map bit. I seem to remember it being a very good map bit. Um, but now it's time for the coffee. So I have a, a you know, like I like to bring mugs every now and again. This is my Pippi Longstocking uh, mug, or Pippi Longstrump, um, because I was coaching the Swedish roaster, um, Joanna Alm from Drop Coffee. Uh, she has introduced me to Pippi Longstocking because I'm trying to learn Swedish, so I'm reading children's book books and when we saw this at the airport we thought it was perfect so I did it in my pippy mug and I was trying to think how I could brew this in a park because I wanted to come and do it here because I thought it'd be unusual and um, this is my new Chinese flask <laughs> I went to a Chinese market last night and saw the flask and thought ah also I bought trainers as well very cheap right into the coffee <laughs> why am I talking about trainers um, 
Obviously no espresso this week, just filter. It's been brewed with the cantans. I have a little Porlex grinder and a cantan that fits in my luggage easily and means I can brew good coffee wherever I am. Um, so just filter coffee. And for me, this is how this coffee shines. And it shines because it's got real blackcurrant notes to it, almost Kenyan-esque. So it's got a real kind of whiny, blackcurranty taste to it. Um, and it also reminds me very much of sherbet because it has that effervescence, so blackcurrant sherbet. But the big thing about this coffee that I notice in the finish, and the finish, it's just full of flowers. It's floral, it's big, it has a lot of the notes of, maybe because I've been drinking a lot of it here, but Chinese tea. Um, so you're getting a lot of those kind of floral, flowery tea flavors in it, and it's just delicious. And every time I go back to it, I find different fruits. So it's like a mini fruit bowl of flavors. Um, it is a fantastic coffee. Tadasio is a fantastic producer. He's somebody I, I love working with. Um, mainly because he's a fellow Sunderland fan and I, you know, he suffers enough, he just shouldn't suffer anymore. Um, but also he produces a coffee that's completely unique. Like, I have not tasted a Bolivian like this, it could almost be African. Um, and we all like African coffees, but we all love Bolivian coffees too. So, um, I hope you enjoyed this one. Sorry it's been a bit weird, I'm always kind of straight, freaked out when people are walking past and looking at me recording in my mug. I do look a little odd sitting on this rock, um, on a lake. Um, but thank you for joining me, as always, and do remember, life is definitely too short.